Today's episode is sponsored by the 2023 Rhode Island Business Summit, presented by Stella Business Concepts on September 21st at the Event Factory in Warwick, Rhode Island. Join us to connect with B2B vendors, amazing networking opportunities, and guest speakers like Patricia Ratskin, who will talk to you about podcasting for your business, leadership with Mary Sullivan, or customer retention with me, Erica Sicoccio, and more. We have panelists, and we also have a very fun, amazing Lunch and Learn with Rhode Island comic Poppy Champlin. Tickets are on sale now. Visit our website at www.stellabusinessconcepts.com. See you there. Hey guys, Erica Sicoccio here with Practical Biz Podcast, and you are joining us for Be Positive today. Um, we are joined with Tammy Sliney, is how you say it, um, from Tammy's Naturals. Um, I have known Tammy for about five years, four or five years now. Um, Tammy um, is probably one of the smartest people that I know. Uh, she's extremely creative. Um, she could do everything from build a submarine to a beekeeper to a soap maker. to I don't even know if there's anything you really can't do. Is there anything you can't do? Contractor. Contractor. I mean, she's very, very good with her hands. Um, learns things very, very quickly. Um, so today we invited her to come on and talk a little bit about companies who are socially responsible and care about the earth um, and the impact that we have on it. Um, also, as her business coach, I will talk with her a little bit about perseverance and how much I've seen her company grow in the last four years. Um, all, you know, all really great stuff. So welcome to the show. Thank you. So Tammy, tell the folks a little bit about yourself and, and why you're so passionate about what you do. Well, the most, the most passionate thing that I have is people, the earth, and what's the heart of the earth. And the heart of our earth is the honeybee. Okay. If we don't have that honeybee, we're dead. And if you go back in ancient times, the honeybee is like, it never changed. Even through in the dinosaur ages, the honeybee is still the same. It never evolved into something else. It's always been there. So if we kill it, because yeah. we're, we're getting we're dangerous. Killing. We're, in, we're yeah. actually killing our planet right now. We're so dangerous. It's unbelievable. Yeah. If we kill that bee, we're gone. Yeah. So, so your message definitely would be that businesses really need to worry about the impact that we're making yes. on the on the earth, right? Yep. So the way that we're making our products, the way that we're distributing them, the way that we're packaging them, all of all of that is yes is is critical. Um. So you started off your business as the bee lady. Yeah, a beekeeper. Beekeeper. <laughs> so okay. So talk a little bit about beekeeping. Okay. Um. It all started, uh, me being a beekeeper, is when my dad um, put a hole in our garage. Okay. Because it was making noise. 
and there was bees everywhere. This guy did not get stung. I mean, there were bees everywhere. He put a hole in it. He put a piece of glass over the hole, and he told, told us, he said, see this bug? This is called a honeybee. Do not kill it. Yeah. And he reached in there and grabbed some comb, and we sat up on that table because it was like a platform. We sat up there and watched those bees the whole time. We ate the honeycomb. That was the first time I've ever ate honeycomb and honey on it. I was like yeah. in kindergarten. Yeah. Then I um, had a beekeeper in Oregon that his bees came and pollinated all my trees, all my fruit trees. I had the most amazing fruit. Then when we moved to um, Rhode Island, we stayed um, in Rhode Island for three and a half years. We finally bought a house. Immediately when we walked through the house, my husband looked at me and said, now you can become a beekeeper. Awesome. And so that's how it began. I went to, yep, I went to class and just to learn what was going on. Yep. And that year I became a beekeeper. I went and bought all the stuff. He says, here's the money. He, he just says, get what you need. And he even helped me out a little bit. He goes, well, here's, you know, these guys sell bees. These guys sell bees. My first year I, I totally failed on my first year. My second year I got a little bit better. Now it's I'm I'm a little bit better, but I still make mistakes. I'm there's no such thing as a perfect beekeeper. Yeah. And I just knew that keeping this bee alive it would help everything. I mean, from the pollen, from the honey, you can even even the the bee itself, the you know, like the bug, mm -hmm. you know that's edible. I won't eat it. But yeah. everything about it, the um the um they call it the bee glue is the um Propolis, I think I'm saying it right. That even is even beneficial, and I sometimes put that in my soap. Yeah. So I'll say, I mean, I've tried your honey. It's the best honey I've ever had. Um, I I think I probably never bought unprocessed right from the cone honey. I know I haven't. So I think your business is also booming because I believe consumers are also socially conscious, mm -hmm. and certainly people are much more concerned about their health and well-being and honey is one way to um, help combat allergies and a plethora of other things that I am not skilled or trained in to talk about but I, I do know that it, it definitely is uh, something that many people use for a number of health benefits okay there's some one thing I want to teach everybody that you know the honey that you get in the store mm -hmm. that says, if it says raw honey um, the best way to test if it's raw honey or fake honey, uh -huh. is put a little bit in a bowl. Yeah. Put a little bit of water in it and and shake it like this. Uh-huh. If it waves, makes waves or doesn't do anything, it's fake. Okay. But if you put some of this real raw honey in it, eat from any beekeeper, yeah. you put it in a bowl, put a little water and go like this. And if it starts forming into a honeycomb, uh-huh. It takes on its natural shape, you got real honey. Gotcha. Okay. So just because it's in the store, yeah. People go, I bought honey from a store for allergies. They go, wait a minute. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. So your business started with um, with selling honey, um, and then you moved on to other products. So uh, talk about that. I do make soap, yeah. and I do put honey in the soap. And my lotion, I put honey in it. It's a honey powder. Okay. Because um, honey is really good for your skin. And... Um, Let's see what else do I make with honey? I got soap, I got lotion, I got um, lip balm. I make my own lip balm if anybody wants it. I I don't make it um, custom. Yeah, yeah, because it because it can go bad. Sure, you know. 
It's kind of shelf life. Yeah. Because yeah, it's not full of preservatives. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> it only lasts for a year. Even my lotion, I, uh, sure. like, it's like, sure. it's only lasts for like a year. So as a business, you, you changed your model because obviously the bees only make honey for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. So you figured out a way to continue to make revenue throughout the year. So you moved from selling honey when it was in season to then making bath products. Mm-hmm. And now tell us about your third stream of revenue. I love teaching people about bees, especially our future beekeepers. I go to schools and daycares and I set up all my stuff, all my all my gear. Yeah. I wear a bee suit. I show them, um, I bring in a hive with no bees and I bring in the combs, you know, like drawn comb. Yeah. And I teach them all about bees. And the smoker and your hat and all of that. Oh, yeah. I bring all that I say and I and I actually role play. Yeah. I'll role play like, you know, I'll do the smoking. So you show them the kind of the steps. Yep. Uh-huh. I, I get my prying tool and I'll show them what's inside there and what I'm looking for. Yeah. And I each, even teach them the um, bees all work together. They don't argue. Like yep. There's nurse bees. There's guards, which I call like the Marines. They'll attack you. It's it's just totally amazing how they, how they do that. And uh, to the queen, and there's more than one queen, but there's only one mated queen. And I tell them about... Um, how these bees work together and what happens at wintertime. Yeah. The, the drones get the, the short end of the stick. Um, I teach them all about that. I teach them about um, the bees, how they pollinate flowers and, and yeah. not just flowers, but our fruit. Yeah. So you, you have thought about how to make the bee business really be a business, yeah. right? So it started off as a, a hobby, a very valuable one but it started off as a hobby and it um you know your love for the earth is so so um evident i've been to where your beehives are and there are ducks there are dogs <laughs> there are fish ponds there is even a huge teepee <laughs> in her yard um so you know this is not just somebody who's like pretending like oh yes i'm socially uh, you know, yeah, I got a care. Yeah, I got a garden. I got yeah, a garden. I, got I mean, berries. Yeah, literally, it's like you walked into the Garden of Eden in her backyard. And you can eat off my land. I, you can't. <laughs> yes, you can. Um, so, what, what? Tell us what challenges did you first face in your in business? Your first year or two in business. What would you say your biggest challenges were? For the bees, was um, I had to wait until they um, started making honey. It takes about two years. Okay. You know, because um, you have to establish. There was no establishment there. I would get honey for myself, but there were really not enough to so, sell. Sure. Now that I have all these hives and I'm I'm learning, I can get like $6,000 off of my bees. I have $6,000 in my house right now yeah. of honey. Wow. It's like, and every year it just doubles and doubles. doubles. So now I'm thinking about even expanding to where a friend of mine um, wants me to go to some farm yep. and then put hives there, but I don't want to do that. So he's going to pay me to do to teach others. Sure. So just, it just snowballs. So another stream of revenue. So now we have honey, we have bath products, we have education, and now also Spending. setting up, setting up beehives for other beekeepers. Yeah. And, and then teaching them the proper way to yeah, and I mentor, handle. Yeah. I mentor too. So wow, that's that's amazing. And so this has all been within the last three to four years. Yep. Yeah. Um, what was your aha moment in business? When I met you. 
Okay. <laughs> so talk about that a little okay. bit. Okay. Um, I always, it was about my products, my soap products. I always packaged them in plastic. And a lot of people, when I'd go to the fairs, they'd always smelling it. And it's like, they, they really weren't buying the soap. Yeah. Because you couldn't experience it. No. So Miss Erica, because I was thinking of somebody else. <laughs> I was like, why call me <laughs> Well, I was thinking of a friend. It's okay. I was thinking of a friend because I was telling my friend Monica. About yeah. You. No worries. But anyway, Miss Erica says, I need to take you to a field trip. So we went on a field trip and she took me to a place and says, look at these soaps. When I looked at them, I was like, all these soaps, you know, like they're all unpackaged. There would be small ones, little ones. Yeah. And they were all cut, not so fancy. And yeah. people were buying them. And yeah. I actually felt them. I was like, wow, this is really nice because I could feel it. You could feel the creaminess. You yeah. could see the, you could feel it. It was just an experience. Yeah, it was. You could feel it. You could smell it. You. It made you want to buy it. So we talked about how packaging and branding and displays and all of those equal the difference in your revenue. Mm -hmm. We even had talked about that with your honey. When I first met Tammy, she was selling honey in the most ridiculous sized <laughs> containers. Uh, but that's okay. But this is how you learn. And and she, she would have never made a profit. She was giving her honey away. And when I say it was the best honey I ever had, it, it was really true. So we, we talked about, you know, how to maximize what she had with, um, you know, with the size uh, uh, bees that she had, the size of, of um, the hives that she had and what she was able to produce. Um, so working with a business coach was something that helped you. Even yes. the way you display your tables yes. is extremely different. Yeah, because yeah. my table was like flat like this. <laughs> And I just had stuff like slinging down. And I've noticed that when I go to fairs, people are doing that. Yeah. A lot of people are just walking by. Even these yes. other soap people, they weren't there. They'd have soap on a dis, you know, on the table, but nobody was Not buying anything. Later, right, right. You need that depth. You need that height. You need yeah. something to dry, so, bring people yeah. in. Yeah. So you told me that... Um, we need to, you need to make it look like you're, when you're going to your table or your booth, you make, need it look like it's a store. Yeah. And so I started. Merchandising is everything. So you told me to get the crates. So I looked at yeah. the crates. I, um, I did the burlap and made it look country. Yeah. I didn't put so much soap out there. Yeah. I put like maybe three, maybe four bars to make it look small. I didn't want to overwhelm that just yeah. like all this soap because yeah. I, I did that one year um, when we first when you first told me it was like and everybody was just like all confused yeah so what i did is i put three bars out and then they and as you sold them you replenished them and i did them. yeah and it kept and also kept your your merchandise good yeah and i yeah. had all my soap in a ziploc yeah. so it kept the smell in there and when because if you put all the soap out yeah there, it loses the sense gone check so i'd put i'd put if i sold one i put it i'd re i'd replenish it yeah so i did that and then it's like the sales just kept going. They just kept going, right? And I've had people where they went to another soap place, yeah. and when they came back, they says, "Yeah, so and so's buying soap there, but we came here because you're, we like your display better. You're, you're yeah, more appealing." And they they actually bought. Oh, and, soap. and and then you worked on also putting together um, talking cards that like said what the ingredients were, yeah, what the benefits were. So you really built up the value of your product mm -hmm. on top of not only that's a what I knew was a quality product. So I'm like, you're definitely not showcasing that in the way that it's displayed. So, you know, we we went that extra level and said, you know, how are we gonna display it? How are we gonna brand it? Even your name when I first met you wasn't it was like Tammy's honey? Tammy honey. Tammy honey. 
That right. was for everything. That was for everything. But but I when I'm doing my my schooling, yeah, I, I'm saying Tamby Honey. Yeah, but, but you Tamby also Natural. have another. You also have another brand, Tamby, Tamby Naturals. Naturals. And then on top of that, because we haven't found enough revenue streams, she also makes talk about your bags. I make sail bags from my recycled sail from my sailboat. Right. So, so talk- I'm a sailor too. Yeah. On top of that, <laughs> and a traveler because I have a camper. We travel. Right. But tell like so so tell the story about how like how you make these bags like and like they're you don't just go get sails and cut cut them up and start putting totes together. I could, I know, but you but, don't. No, but these are off my own my own boat, so I knew exactly where these sails went. So they have a story. It's almost they're, like the it's almost all, like the traveling pants, right? Yeah, they all have a card where they sailed. Yeah, the, where the sail kissed the wind. So yeah, so, so very some neat. of them have been in Oregon. Some been at the San Juan Islands, um, Columbia River Gorge. Yeah, Pacific Coast. So very unique. So you found a way to differentiate yourself in the market. Yeah. So I while up. again recycling, right? You just don't go buy sail. You take sail that's no longer good, and then you repurpose it. And you sell it, and then you—I mean, the, the bags are not inexpensive. They're they're ninety to one hundred and something dollars a bag, right? Um, so great job with figuring out how to not make an impact, how to continue to repurpose things that that are in your space and and make money from that year round, um, while also doing good for the community. Um, and so you didn't give up. And every time I see you. You're, you're usually very happy and you're very smiley um, and, and always ready to give and share. Like, um, so I think that that is amazing. Um, so talk about having a positive mindset. How, like, what made you not give up? Because a lot of people give up. If you give up, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so that wasn't an option. So you never considered that as an option. No, I'm, you're you're continuously learning. Why would I stop? Because then you're, you're just going to, you might as well just, Give up, maybe if you give up, you're just dead. Yeah, you have to keep going. Yeah, that's how you learn, correct? So, um, and then the other thing I feel like what makes you a great entrepreneur is you are very open to feedback. So, you ask a lot of questions. Um, if somebody gives you some constructive criticism, um, or I wouldn't even use the word criticism, but constructive feedback. You do take it and you listen to it. You make it your own things that make sense to you for your brand. Um, you keep that, but you take the feedback and you, and you, go, you go with it. And that's how you've been able to, you know, double and triple your, your income. Yeah. I don't feed off my ego. Yeah. And I'm very humble. If, I mean, if you have, if you're a person's going to feed off their ego, yeah, you might as well not even ask for any, I mean, you might as well just go by yourself. Yeah. So you, you got to find that person that'll help you and just learn from it. Yeah. So when you're always creating something, so you make sure that your brand doesn't become stagnant. Mm-hmm. So you're always looking, what new products can I release? Even if they're a limited time, you're always creating something. Um, so talk about connecting with others because a lot of folks that we have on the show get very nervous when we talk about sales or pitching their pitching their products or pitching their pitching their services. So talk a little bit about that. The only thing that would hurt somebody's pride is if someone said no. But okay. It's a, all, all it is is a no. They're not going to beat you up. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like nothing going to do to you. Do you I go, what are they going to do to you? Say no? So what? Just yeah. The next just one. keep moving. Yeah, just, just keep go moving. Yeah, why, yeah. why let that person stop you? Just 
put your foot in front of yourself and take another step. You keep going. Yeah. yeah. So um, being an entrepreneur who is not afraid of the no, because, mm-hmm. you know, after the no is a yes. So in the last uh, three weeks, how many yeses have you gotten? Lots. How many lots? Uh, I applied twice. Went on the internet. I went on the internet, looked for the mailing list for schools, daycares, and I'm uh-huh. I'm doing. Uh, I grouped it like, okay, this is um, Warwick schools. Yeah. I only did um, BBC or was it BCC um, emails to everybody. Yep. Just for Warwick schools. Yep. And then I do one for Providence schools. I got so much feedback. Yeah. So now I know where all these people, you know, the yeah. schools are coming. So you made connections. I made connections. And then one after another is like in one week, I think I had like seven schools with a few. That's amazing. And, and That's amazing. They're saying, can you come to our school? I have second graders. I have fifth graders. Yes. I even had one from uh, high school says, uh, we want you in our science fair. Yeah. I forgot what month it was. But you just you just have just find limitless yeah opportunities. And I don't because well, you look for them. Yeah, and I don't stop there. I actually um this week or no after this break, I'm gonna call the principals mm-hmm. and say, Did you get my email? I'm gonna I'm not gonna stop just at an email. I'm gonna yeah. call them. You're gonna do it. Because I got the phone numbers and I'm gonna call them and say, you know. Yeah. So you're gonna follow up. So you sent an yeah. intro email. If you don't hear for them, like, so you, you closed, you know, 10% of those and that's great. And so now you're, you're going to follow up yeah. and you'll probably close another five. And, and if you I'll... don't get them this year, when you message them next year for next season, they're going to have a lease out of you. But there's one school that wants me to come in November. So I'm thinking if this school wants me to come in November on yeah. bug, it's bug month. Okay. I could probably do you this all probably... through the year. Yeah. So and that is your ultimate goal. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's springtime doesn't mean I stop. Yeah. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. It's like the bees don't stop. Yeah. They don't sleep. (laughs) Why should I sleep? All right. I stop. (laughs) So before we before we wrap up, what would you say your top five tips are for people who are starting a business? Don't give up. Okay. Who cares if they say no? Okay. Do not. They're not going to kill you. Look for a coach. You know, Miss Erica, <laughs> it's like I I listen to every word you say and I, and I apply it to everything. Mm-hmm. Even it's like maybe she, well, maybe she's wrong or something, but I'm going to say, OK, I'm going to try it and it works. Yeah. It's like, OK, boom. All you can do. All you can do is try. Right. Yeah. Right. That's it. Yeah. And if um, if there's a bump and, and it's not working, find out why that there's a bump and smooth it out. Yeah. You know, mine was the plastic on the soap. Yeah. That was a bump. I took care of that bump. Yep. Um, and just because you have one targeted business, there's, there's you can really you grow can and actually, expand on that. Yeah. Actually, add to it. Just add a little bit to it. Just yeah. Like, you know, like I don't know. See how you can diversify it. Yeah. Just okay. Make it a little bigger. Yeah. You know, just like kind of like a snowball. You don't want to be the same snowball. Yeah. If we stay the same snowball, well, once you start getting some momentum, you keep going. Yeah. That's why it's successful just... entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs and not small business owners. Yeah. So if you have a snowball, it's going to melt. You yeah. Have to keep building and building and building to where it's so big that if it melts, it's so it's okay because it's it's still a snowball. So a snowball. <laughs> That's that is great advice. So look at the camera there and tell people how they can get a hold of you. Um, your contact information. I'm Tammy Naturals. I'm on Facebook. But if you just type in Tammy Naturals or Tammy Honey, you're going to find me. You're going to find you. Okay. I'm on eBay. I'm I'm all over the place. But okay. that's all I have to do is, is 
find me that way. Tambina. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. You're a great guest and even a better uh, client and friend. Um, I highly recommend your products all the time. As you know, uh, you are also a pleasure to work with. And I appreciate you giving your advice and your feedback as well to our listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in to Practical Biz Podcast. If you like this episode, we ask that you please hit the subscribe button, leave a comment below, share with your friends. We are working on being Rhode Island's fastest growing podcast for business. Yes. Bye. Are you a business owner? Are ready to get your startup? Well, starting. Have a burning question you'd like us to answer? Want to know more about the services we offer? or register for upcoming workshops and events. Looking to book a guest speaker or would like to be a guest on the Practical Biz podcast, visit our website at stellarbusinessconcepts.com.